<laughs> We're not live. Hey! Okay. Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> We're gonna start over. We're here now. At least the cats, Elsa's cats, were here to listen. They said we did good, so round two. Um, anyways, said, do that exactly, just do it again. Yeah, uh, welcome to Relatable. I am Hi guys, Kyra. Thank you for joining us. I'm Ilsa. And this is our first ever live stream of our podcast. Indeed. Indeed. Um, yeah, wow. So we did, I think we did a really good job the first time when the cats were listening, and now we're kind of just like, oh. but oh, um, well, we just want to tell you a little bit about our podcast. So yeah. <laughs> we do cover things from like Marvel, DC, no. the comics, the movies, the TV shows, everything. We talk about Harry Potter, Harry Potter. Lord of the Rings, um, Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. I'm a big, I love Hobbish. I don't know Hobbits. about you. Um, sorry in advance if you have to listen to her talk about Hobbits because it's kind of her thing. Also, we talk about Star Wars, so. Oh, yes, how could I um, forget? <laughs> we um, love you, Luke Skywalker. We love you. Um, Mark Hamill, the great person we didn't realize we needed for the rest he of He wasn't lives. the only hope. He was the new hope. I, th I still think he's the only hope. He is the only hope <laughs> and the new hope. He's a double hope. But um, anyways, yeah, this is our first YouTube kind of video live stream that we're doing. So bear with us if we're like a little awkward, if there's technical difficulties. We're going to try our best. Yeah. So but, thank um, you if you're joining us on the live stream. Thank you for joining us on the YouTube channel. Thank you for joining us if you're listening Podbean. to this on our Podbean. If you're on our Instagram lurking and stalking, mm -hmm. it's fine. Like the Facebook, you finally, we love it. yeah, you finally get to see our faces. Yeah, you get to see. Oh, come you're on, welcome. Come on. It's way better than just hearing audio. You're I mean, and you get to see this like cute little thing that Elsa has, which like, what is that? I don't Someone know, tell it, me like, what that works. is. I don't know it's what it very is. Indie and trendy. Tell me why it's there. <laughs> but um, anyways, no, guys, make sure to like, like, and subscribe. I hate to be that person because I've watched countless YouTube videos, and it's like, like, subscribe, like, subscribe. But like, really, it does mean a lot to our channel, and it can help us grow faster and get our videos and podcasts out to way more people. But um, because yeah. we just got here and we want to stay. We want to stay. We want to stay um, in the game. We want to stay around as long as Star Wars keeps producing TV shows. Which, which... is fucking forever. Um, <laughs> forever. <laughs> you know how many projects are coming out when you listen to our new episode, episode five, which is coming out on Monday. And then this episode will come out on our podcast yeah. the following week, episode six. Um, you will hear about all the freaking new Star Wars um, TV shows that are coming out and movies, mm -hmm. and I, I think we're going to be in business a really long time. We we tried to cover the new Star Wars shows, but it probably would have taken two different podcasts because that's how many are coming out, which I'm excited for. Don't I'm get me wrong. Excited. We're excited. We need more Mandalorian-esque TV shows. But um, yeah, I don't know if Ilsa mentioned, because I already forgot the past 30 seconds of my life, but we did just get approved for Spotify. So we are Spotify official. Yes, you could be listening to this on Spotify. Um, we're like which really be so exciting. We're not trying to be because this is like really mild energy for us. We can be way louder and more excited about this because we are really, really excited. We're just trying to be like very. Yeah, maybe chill. I should get this away but, from my yeah. face so much. I'm <laughs> but, very loud. Yeah, we're on Spotify, <laughs> so that's like a big deal to us. We finally got approved. People but we have our first guest on today. Our first guest, um, who is a great friend of mine. 
somebody who has showed me the ropes of Comic-Cons that I went to for the first time. Literally, the first reason I ever went to Comic-Con was because of this guest. He told me just I was super scared. I've always I've never really had friends who went. And he was like, Kyra, just go. It's going to be fine. Actually, yeah. he said, come with us and him and his wife, Shauna, who are very close friends of mine. I love them so much. They brought me with them to my first ever Comic-Con. Literally, my world was changed the first day I walked into C2E2. Um, so yeah, our special guest today is Chuck Lindsay. He is a household name for the Chicago comic book scene. He is the creator of his own YouTube channel, Chuckload of Comics, which has gained so much attention and so much volume in a short amount of time. He has brought the channel to C2E2 and the newer Comic-Con Ace. And he is also the creator of the first ever online Comic-Con, Mainframe Comic-Con, which obviously through covid we can't go to comic cons anymore. Right. Celebrities don't want to meet us, little people anymore. I don't blame them. Like it's very we're like, very you know, dirty. We're unclean. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah. So he created the first ever online comic con, which had guests. Um, I know you're a big Scream fan. There were yes, some Scream actors uh, on there. So excited for Scream Five. Um yeah, and then he's also interviewed people from Stranger Things. Uh, David Harbor, who is also in the upcoming Black widow movie and i mean even kevin smith who is a legend in all sorts of the matter chuck has He's interviewed kevin smith literally it's like stan lee and then like kevin smith like they are so the hype of every comic book nerds like live fantasy literally i'm mentioning stan and then lee. it's chuck Lindsay. come on chuck let's go i just have to say one more thing chuck because clearly i sound like a stalker now but chuck yeah, and shauna actually met stan lee and had a picture with him <gasps> oh, so i mean but anyways you guys we are proud to introduce our very special guest none other than chuck Lindsay. hey, hey what what an introduction Yes. My I mean, God. Going. We went like 30 going, minutes but, long. Uh, uh, I'm just glad you finally clicked that live right, button. Right. Yes. Like, my like, God. God. Let's what get are they going to start with? fucking talking about? Are they going to start mentioning my outfit next? Yeah, all right. Fuck? Um, Chuck, how you doing? I, we're, we're, we're 24 hours away from the next WandaVision episode, so I am doing <sighs> quite well. I'm, 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 I'm stoked. So I'm doing good. Right. Thanks for having me on the show, man. It's so good to be your first ever live streaming guest. Oh, yeah, it's such honor. an honor. We are, we are on We are on I mean, I am nothing if not a guinea pig. Yeah, that's true. I think our whole entire, like, existence here has been, we are, I'm a guinea pig. We're all guinea pigs. We're guinea pigs in this thing called We life. don't know what's but going on. Chuck, we're super honored to have you on the show. Um, Yeah, we're so excited. But, um, yeah, let's let's get right into it. So, uh, Chuck, um, how did you, what, so what are you current, like, how did you get your start in the whole comic book? world like what was your first passion did you have a first favorite comic like what inspired you to get super involved in a social media aspect of it well i mean like i i kind of i grew up in a smaller town so i didn't really have a comic book shop that i could regularly go to i was very much into like the x-men and stuff like that, that back in the 90s i was had friends that read comics but i was i was more of a star trek guy you know mm -hmm. a star wars guy sci-fi guy and it wasn't until moving to chicago where there's literally a comic book shop every single five feet from your front door that uh, it, it, it just came a no brainer. You know, I started walking yeah. into the comic book shops uh, regularly, probably about 15 years ago when we moved to Chicago. Yeah. And it just kind of became a second home, you know, yeah, and then uh, the, my pull list got larger and larger and larger every time I would go in. And yeah. next thing you know, you're just you're buried in comic books and you're you're fully immersed in the lore and the. And it's yeah. just, it's opened up tons of doors and lots of fun. 
Absolutely. So um, what comic book shop do you like frequent? Like, what's your favorite one in the city? Uh, by far, my favorite comic book shop is Chicago Comics. They're on Clark. Oh, yeah. They're up in the Wrigleyville neighborhood. All right. Uh, big shout out to Raphael and all the people over at Chicago Comics. Yeah. Uh, struggling through COVID as every comic shop is. But yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, it's they're the best. And it's funny. Every time I do any interviews and I mention that I'm from Chicago and I say that I went into Chicago Comics, half the time the the celebrities are like oh that used to be the my shop when i lived in chicago or oh you know i've been in there before so it's a, if you ever come to chicago it, it's it's the one to go to it's That's a warm know. friendly place and they always like let you know exactly what you're looking for and what you want you tell them what you like they'll help you pick out other stuff that you might like it's a really good spot I think it's super important to still support, you know, because there's so many different places you can get online comics now. Like they have subscriptions and stuff to actually go into a store and support them makes all the difference for them to even stay in business, especially with COVID. So yeah, exactly. Super cool. Uh, yeah. Shout out Chicago comics. Uh, I've been there. Support your local comic book store. Absolutely. You must. I actually recently went to uh graham cracker comics uh, for the first time. That was pretty fun. I found a lot of good stuff in there. I haven't been to a store in like so long. I got which, like, uh, which, which Graham Cracker did you go to? They've uh, got like six locations. Wow, yeah, right? Yeah, they do. Right? I didn't realize that until after I was done, Um, after I got out of the store. But I went to the one downtown, kind of made like oh, a yeah. little day trip out of it. So bored. Um, we, we met Jim Lee there. We met a bunch of good comic book artists in, uh, at, at the downtown Graham Cracker location. Yeah, it's they're, so they're a really cool. Good, you know, it's like right there in the alley. It's kind yeah. of a cool spot. It feels very like grungy and it's just... Which I don't you know. Gotta, it's super nice. You got to yeah. go to the Graham Cracker in Lakeview. And I don't want to go off on a. Uh, yeah, no, please do. Here, but if you go into the Graham Cracker in Lakeview, for all you people are in Chicago, you probably know where I'm getting at here. Yeah. The upstairs is great, but they've got this basement where you go down in the basement and it is oh. just rooms and rooms and rooms and this massive sea of literally millions of comic books. They're not in alphabetical order, none of them are bagged and boarded. Okay. nothing but every single thing in there is i think 50 cents so you can Damn. just we used to spend just days and weeks like we would pack a lunch and go to the, <laughs> the comic book cave underneath graham cracker and lakeview Ooh. and i mean i think i amassed the entire 1990s x-men collection for 50 cents each just yeah, hunting and, hunting and pecking through because it's 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 crazy nothing's in alphabetical order nothing it's not like marvel's here and dc's here it's just a total free-for-all you actually have to do the work to find what you want but yeah probably some real prizes in there like any thrift shop like yeah some gems for sure yeah Yeah, it's just their overflow for comics it's such a blast yeah yeah i need i think i need to do are they there's is the lakeview location open they are Okay, sick. That's closer yeah, anyway. Yeah, right over here. Maybe we'll go after. Yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> um, I did have a question. Um, do you remember what um the first comic book you ever read was? It might be hard. <laughs> I, you know, I guess I wouldn't remember the exact issue, but I know it was uh, an X Men comic from back in the in the nineties. Yeah. You no, know, my I had a friend who was very much into comic book collecting, and like we took art classes together and stuff. And we were always drawing comic book characters, and he was more of the collector and the reader, where I was just more the the fan. But yeah, uh, you know, I would always pick up his X Men books and read them. I can't tell you exactly which issue because I would just read. I didn't at that point. I didn't realize you know where to jump in. I would just just hand me a book. I'll read it. So yeah, yeah. It was definitely Absolutely. a '90s X Men run. For Hell sure. yeah. The, the best it's interesting X-Men. that you mentioned like a 90s comic book like x-men like do you remember and the art so do you remember like how different the art was back then from the 90s comics like those dudes are jacked they look so much different <laughs> like than the art like the is body now. types are just so much more like it is funny the muscles were were not 
you know, accurate by any stretch of the imagination. Very realistic. The, the feet looked weird, but, and everybody had like 9,000 pockets on their belts and, and yes. straps and the guns were like this big. I mean, yeah, yeah. the guns were like, oh my God, how <laughs> are like they holding that some right Some Terminator now? shit, you know? Exactly. And that was the era that birthed people like Deadpool and Cable, who still what? to this day has 9 million pockets on his belt and a gun the size of a truck. <laughs> exactly. I was about to say, I'm like, the people that still closely remember that is like Cable. Mm-hmm. Cable still kind of and like Bishop. They still kind of look like their original yeah. like 90s um, when they like first came on the scene. And Deadpool even a little bit too. But I think Deadpool's getting thinner and thinner like every year. But yeah. he was a, he was jacked for was a really he? long time. I didn't know that. I haven't really read for Deadpool. for a really long time. Okay. I know. I need to give you some. I'll give you I need. I need. Obviously, you know that, Chuck. I haven't really dove into my comic book. That's uh, why I was, I was super impressed when, uh, when Josh Brolin took on the role of Deadpool. Because when I first – or I'm sorry, Cable – because I thought, no way, he's way too small. Because C- yeah. you know, Cable's this massive beast, and mm-hmm. you know he bulked up considerably, but right. they gave him a really big gun. And I was like, okay, well, at least okay, you're going to give him the big sure. giant gun. At least they followed through on one part of exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> they no, he needed that big giant gun. That's what I picture him as is like holding that gun or <laughs> later <laughs> holding that baby. <laughs> they did the same thing with Rocket Raccoon. It's like, okay, how do we make it a l- so so accurate to the comic book character? Just give this yeah. tiny raccoon. An outfit and a big, huge weapon. And exactly. it totally worked. Love that. I agree completely. I think Rocket Raccoon is one of my favorites from the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh my God, for sure. Really? Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is probably one of my top five, if not top three MCU films ever made. It's like, yeah. it was such a surprise. I saw it so many times in the theaters. Yeah. I was dragging friends to it. I was like, you haven't seen Guardians yet? Oh my God. Because nobody thought that movie would work. It's like, come yeah, on, man! You got Groot, you got you get a tree, you got a bunch of aliens, you got a raccoon. A tree. <laughs> it's like this isn't gonna fly. And then you start seeing posters and stuff on the train. It's like, okay, this is they're going there, they're going for it. And then yeah. you walk yeah, out, and it's a testament to James Gunn. I mean, he did a phenomenal job directing it and casting it. Hell yeah, he did. I totally like disagree with people who think that like D-list comic book movies will be bad. It's always the D-list comic book movie like characters that are like do like A-list movies, and like the A-list stars like can't make a good movie. Like Captain America is like super popular; he couldn't make a good movie. But Guardians of the Galaxy, maybe not like the most popular comic that everyone picked up, like Loki, like a gem. But they made the best movie i think yeah. and i also think that about like kick-ass yeah yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. kick-ass was great um kick-ass 2 not quite as great but still really good yeah i think kick-ass kind of changed it a little bit for the movies you know those adaptations they kind of let people think especially with guardians too it didn't just have to be a specific uh bad thing happened superhero comes saves day gets girl guy gets you know what i'm saying right that's what i love about kick-ass is like he didn't get anything right it's just you know deadpool you know stuff is like doesn't end up always being the happiest but um i think those movies kind of just made it more comedic and you appreciate it more as you know being an everyday average person just watching this stuff happen and uh it's easier to play i think as a filmmaker to play in the in the lesser known sandboxes the less popular sandboxes because you can have a lot more fun with him a lot more leeway yeah. like captain america you gotta stick to his well-known origin right. and stick to his script but then can't really change much yeah i don't think anybody realized that loki the loki character would be the the villain of the mcu for damn right. near the entire phase one two and three it's like yeah loki yeah. all the people you could have t- chosen and you go with loki right and he crushed it because nobody knew that much about the loki character right. in the casual film going audience 
I like that you brought Loki up because the Loki show, I think that's coming out pretty soon, right? I think I just saw some images of from it. I mean, I'm super stoked that Tom Hiddleston stayed around to be Loki because, you know, you hear about these shows, you know, a year in advance. You never know if like the same people are going to reprise their role, if they're done with it after the movies, you know, stuff like that. But I'm super glad that Tom Hiddleston was like stoked on the character wanted to create more. I mean, Loki was one of my favorites. He's gotta be a really fun character to play. Yes, I mean, you could see that with the movies. Like, he Mm -hmm. definitely enjoys being that, you know, kind of evil funny, but also has a little bit of a good side every now and then, which I still believe is there, you know, but you love to see Loki yeah. be bad. You love to see him be yeah, you a love fucking to see asshole. It. You love but to you see love it, it when Thor's around and he just shows that sign of having a brother, but then mm-hmm. fucking still, you know, turns on him and shit. Love it. It's um, one of those one of those happy accidents in, in the world of cinema, because I you know he auditioned for the role of Thor before he auditioned for the role of Loki. I didn't and know that. Yeah. Oh, uh, Tom Hiddleston got turned down for Thor, but then they loved his audition so much that they called him back and said, Hey, we're giving Thor to this big giant blonde hair but we think you'd be perfect for loki so come right back in so it just nobody else could have played thor except for chris hemsworth i think he's the perfect yeah especially after uh endgame i love dad body thor i love the thor that drinks a bunch of beer and is just very chill and like accepting of you know himself finally you know he doesn't have to be the super macho man. I you love know. the dad bod. Like, yeah, he, so I think funny. he's so great when they walk in there in his little like house and they're just, hey, you want a beer? He's just yeah. like full. And then you see him turn and you see the side view of his belly and it's just like, yes. Like yeah. Thor is finally kind of happy and he's not love really. the evolution happy. of Thor. Hell yeah. Yeah. Sticking to the subject of Thor, what do you think about for Thor? So um, God of Love and Thunder is coming out. And now, so Jane Foster is going to be Thor. Natalie Portman. Natalie right, Portman. Is, which is, again, a great return. Yeah. Like, what do you have any thoughts about this? Like, I'm stoked about yeah. this whole thing. Because if I'm obviously, people watching this probably know that this storyline is pulled from the Jason Aaron uh, run of Thor. Like, he, Jason Aaron invented. Uh, Jane Foster, Foster Thor. He invented female Thor and ran with it for something crazy, like 70 issues and just did the Lord's work with Thor and right. Jane Foster. And from that came characters like Gore the God Butcher and a bunch of characters we're going to see in this movie as well. And so MCU is just like, look, this was phenomenal. This was a epic arc in comics. Let's just do that. And right. screw all the haters who were like, oh, that's so stupid. You're going to make Thor a female it's like, no, it's worked. It worked phenomenally, won all oh, kinds of Eisner God. Awards and stuff. And it was a fan favorite comic yeah. book. Remember, you know, you're making these movies for the fans. You're not making them just for the movie going audience. You also got to appease yeah. the comic book right. audience. And it's a book everybody loved. Will Natalie Portman be able to pull it off? I don't know. Uh, I'm curious. It's, it's she's so small. Natalie. She's a phenomenal actress, but yeah. the body type, I'm wondering if maybe they. Right. She is very, very small, very petite. Um, That should be interesting because I feel like most of her roles have been petite roles. I mean, even more petite than she showed. Like if you think of like Black Swan, she lost weight from her regular petite frame to be this like ballerina. It's like she has to go complete opposite ends, which I think. No, I think they're going to do the opposite because in the in the in the Jason Aaron run, yeah. Jane Foster has cancer. She's dying of cancer. She's Mm. lost. She's she's like 60 pounds. She's really, really frail. Oh, and then when okay. she when she holds Mjolnir, she becomes Thor and becomes huge. But the the rub is that it every time she picks up the hammer, she it it it, dis, it it takes away all the stuff that the chemotherapy 
it basically yeah. kills her. Every time she picks it up, it ruins the chemotherapy. Yeah. And okay. then so she she dies a little bit more every time she yeah. becomes Thor. So she ultimately has to make the decision to not be Thor anymore and actually get over her cancer. So I think she's actually gonna lose weight rather wow. than try to put on weight because you then the you okay. juxtapose the really skinny, tiny, cancerous uh Natalie Portman, and then you give her some CGI boost ups and make her right and that's big bulky so Thor. For them to do now with CGI. Also, you can do anything i also like the idea of a tiny little girl wielding that big ass hammer so True. i think that's gonna look really funny on screen I think it's really great. i'm so excited and you got yeah. uh what's his face uh you played batman in the uh in the Christopher Nolan Batman's Why Am I Drawing a Blank on His Name? Uh, Christian, Christian Bale. Bale. Yeah, Christian Bale's playing Gore the God Butcher, who is like one of Thor's <laughs> yeah. biggest biggest nemeses. I knew to do very good on this. I didn't know we were going to discuss this. Oh, it's going to be great. That's I'm very, very excited. And it's Taika Waititi returning to direct. It's just going to be amazing. Hell yeah. I'm stoked about this. So all this talk about comics, Chuck, I know you have a YouTube channel called Chuckload of Comics. Mm -hmm. uh, what is your channel? Like, are you still active on the channel? Are you still... Uh... Um, I actually, I, I take a little bit of break from Chuckload of Comics because okay. of all the work that is going into mainframe and talent talk and all the stuff we're doing with the virtual comic book scene. Right. Okay. So it's kind of hard to juggle, you know, the weekly Everything. week in review comic book show and yeah. try to, you know, put on virtual fan events every single month. So yeah, kind of take a little bit of a break. Right. So is that, that screen in the background, Mainframe Comic-Con, which we kind of mentioned in your intro, that's the first ever virtual online Comic-Con. Can you tell us a little bit about that and uh, what you're doing with that or what happened so far this year with it? Or Yeah, a little bit backstory. I mean, Mainframe was birthed from the COVID stay-at-home orders and the COVID yeah. crisis that was going on. Uh, we, you know, at least me personally, I regularly would visit be hired to visit comic book conventions and do comic book convention coverage and yeah. do interviews and stuff like that. Kyra, you and I were set to go to Boston in Ace. They were wow. flying us out there. They were putting us up. We were gonna we were gonna put on Ace Boston. <laughs> we were, and then they 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 pushed it as long as they possibly could. And then right at the last wow. second, they just pulled the plug on Ace Boston. Yeah, it was so, the week up. I think it was yeah, literally it was like, like the week, week it was, up. It was like I was packing up. my bag. <laughs> We were supposed to go to Boston and then immediately after that go to Orlando and then COVID happened. So nothing happened. Yeah. Then my friend Chad and I started talking because he's, he's, he's a big uh, YouTuber. I was a big uh, comic book convention guy. And so okay. we kind of joined forces and said, Hey, we can do this. You take your knowledge of the conventions and your connections with guests and stuff. And my knowledge of live streaming and that sort of thing, put them together. And there's no reason why you can't do a virtual convention. Yeah. So we literally had this conversation like, in March, right when COVID happened. Right when everything mm -hmm. had, yeah. And we launched the first uh, Ace, uh, Ace Comic Con, Mainframe Comic Con in April. <laughs> yeah, okay. And it was massive. Like, it was for charity. You know, the first time, first That's few times we did it, it was totally, it was for the Hero Initiative. So yeah. every celebrity that we hit up said yes. I mean, we got like, nobody saying no, no one asking for money. What did they have right. to do? Everybody right. was so generous and everybody was totally stuck at their home at the time. So they were like, mm -hmm. yeah, sure, why not? No one's ever right. done this before. Since then, People have kind of copied, you know, San Diego's gone online, uh, DC, yeah. uh, their fandom went online. Obviously, mm -hmm. New York Comic Con went online. Everybody at Read Pop, C2E2 will probably do some kind of virtual thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's a, lot, there's a lot of copiers, but we're just trying to stay one step ahead. But you were the first. You yeah, the first, you were the first one. You were the original. You started the trend. Chuck. You were the indie you know? band, okay? You were there first. Just, right? like, just like relatable podcasts. There's going to be a lot of celebrities that come after me. 
Hell yeah, exactly. Um, oh my god. So speaking of that first inaugural mainframe, you said was what? When did it take place? So you thought of the idea in March. What month did it take place? It was April. We turned it around. We turned down the turned around the first mainframe in I think five weeks. Oh my god! And okay. like I said, we reached out to people like David Harbor, Kevin Smith, right, uh, Clark Gregg, who plays Agent Coulson in uh, the Avengers and Agents of okay. Shield. Jail we had a reunion of. Uh, like uh, the kids in the hall. I don't know if you guys remember the kids in the hall comedy group. They came in. We mm-hmm. had tons of people. I mean, Ash vs. Evil Dead. We had some horror people on there. We had the original Captain America from back in the 70s. It's it, it just went on and on and on. It was two full days. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Just nonstop. And- That's incredible. I remember Um, I was I remember literally where I was when it was taking place. I hooked up my computer to my TV. And I was in a very COVID deep state of depression. I know it was like. <laughs> crappy weather and i'm just laying in my bed with my dog and uh, i'm texting shauna shauna is chuck's wife if anybody knows she also appears on chuck load of comics she's at mm-hmm. all the comic with him great great friend and um, i'm texting her and we're talking about everything there she, oh, there she is. oh you guys oh God, with, nice <laughs> with mr paul rudd <laughs> yeah we met paul rudd and honestly wasn't he so nice Oh my God. He was the nicest guy on the planet. He was, it was incredible because, you know, they always say you, you know, live long enough or whatever to see your heroes or the people you love turn into villains. Yeah. And you know, no, what, they say never meet your heroes. Right. Cause they, whatever, they just, everything well, you believe they're not. Technically Kyra's right. The Joker did say, or no, it was two faced. It was two faced. If you live yeah. long enough to see yourself become so the villain. Hard. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, Either die a hero or live right, long enough yeah. to see yourself. We, become we a got villain. the gist of it. We kind of know the quote. <laughs> But um, basically, I remember, you know, Comic-Cons, when you go, I don't know if you ever had any pictures with anybody. Once again, the only reason I was, like, ever going to even go that far, because I would have been way too, like, scared to do it. Um, the only reason I ever got pictures was because of you guys. You were like, let's go. Yeah. Let's do a group. Let's all split it. I'm like, fuck yeah, let's go. So we um, we met uh, Paul Rudd. I remember walking up. You know, it's like it's like a system with them. They're there to make money, sadly. But, I mean... It's cool that the celebrities still do that and they yeah. agree to do it because it is a very time-consuming thing on their part. They're doing mm-hmm. that for 13, 15 hours a day. Yeah, it's just crazy repeated, repeated. But you know, so it's like you get what three to five seconds with them. Go stand, yeah. pose. If the picture's bad, if you blink too bad, shit, you're so well. But Paul Rudd was like so nice right away. I Me and Shauna, Shauna was like, I couldn't talk. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? He's a little, you know, he's a little short, but I was like, oh my God. But um, yeah, Shauna did all the talking and she was like, we're going to pose like this. And Chuck's going to be like, what the fuck? And we're going to be like, ah. That's good that she had like a plan. Yeah. Like she was ready we to We were talking go. about it in the line. I think we had a couple beers. I was chugging them to like get rid of my fright. And we walk up and he's like, yeah, guys, that's a great idea. Literally touched us. Was like not afraid to like come in and. The picture was great. I don't know if you remember, Chuck. I was stoked after that. Walking oh, I back remember. You were yelling for him like, like five oh, minutes God. later. Like, yeah, remember that he like pointed? I was like, yeah. oh my God. So I, cool. I miss so much about, about Comic-Cons, but getting that one photo up at least, because I try to get one photo up with a celebrity every single right. time we go, yeah. whether it's Wizard World or New York or, or C2E2. Not Ace because they're way too expensive, but. Yeah, Jesus. You know, I miss that. I miss that kind of taking a break from the con coverage and waiting in line, grabbing a beer, meeting yeah, a celebrity, taking a break, and then you get a cool souvenir and keep it forever. Oh, I mean, yeah, I've gotten I some of like, my favorite art from cons, you know, just walking around yeah. seeing artists that you don't even realize and the make costumes the comic they, do. they make. The comics are like that. or the costumes are costumes, fun. Yeah. Do you, have you ever cosplayed before, Chuck? Do you have like a favorite one if you have or I have uh I stopped doing it because it just you know, I know myself and I'm gonna I'm gonna just take it to the 12th level as i yeah. typically do and right. that just becomes a a pain in the ass 
And then B, you got to walk around in that shit all day. It's and so it's like, no, on. That's the best part of it. It I is the best part, it. but like, it smells, you know, if you have a big, you just like, I found myself in the bathroom reapplying purple makeup to my face and trying to yeah, glue my ears back on. And all I really want to do is walk the con floor and, and just that like, makes sense. And forget I'm, about it. I'm like a way, I'm like a huge ham. So like when I go, I like people to like stop me and take pictures with me. Yeah. Like that's what I want to do. Like I don't want to <laughs> weigh in the line and meet any, I don't want to meet my heroes, you know. I like, when I dressed up as like hit girl and I had a kick ass right. and we um like everybody wanted to take our picture and I was just like flicking off the camera and all of it I was like this is so much fun <laughs> it, it's part of the costume right? yeah exactly you know? I was totally like fun. she was the most fun character to ever be <laughs> I think next time I want her so ghost spider and uh just came out with a run for king in black and he, she's fighting um, Mary Janus Carnage. And I want Kyra and me to go next. If there's a con, I want us to go as that. We're going to we're going to show out at the cons. We're yeah. going to do some floor work, have a mic. Got to wear something with a mask. Yeah, we'll just we'll just be out there. But yeah. uh, hopefully I think C2E2 is scheduled to return this year in December from what I Scheduled so, to, yes. Uh, whether or not it'll actually happen, I kind of doubt it because yeah. basically what these cons have to do, yeah, it, it's an insurance thing. In order to keep their insurance, they have to constantly have their next con planned. Right. So like, if they said we're, we're canceling all our cons for 2021, they lose their yeah. insurance, and then it yeah. might be kind of hard to get that insurance back. So you see Wizard World's doing the same thing. I just got an email today that Wizard World is pushing back their con to like August or October or something like that in Chicago. So just because the cons say they're coming back in this year, I wouldn't hold my breath. I don't see any of us getting any actual oh, fan events till yeah. 2022. I know, right? I mean, I'm I'm grateful that they're making waves now with the shot and uh, things are starting to slowly but surely hopefully go in a better direction. But um, Well, yeah. keep your eyes peeled for the first ever mainframe Comic-Con physical convention. So we, we hope to throw our, our hat in the ring once things do kind of oh, get back to normal. Do a yes. small little like you know hotel ballroom kind of a con, yeah. you know, kind of low key. So we we plan to as soon as COVID does hopefully go away, mainframe in in theaters near you. I, I, I hope you will invite us. We would love you. to help or be a part of it. As yeah, well. we'll we'll clean up afterwards. We'll just yeah. take up garbage. <laughs> we'll be on garbage patrol. We'll yeah. just have a bag and walk around. <laughs> no yeah, way, man! You guys can moderate panels. Um. All right. Gosh, I just think that this is all a part of like Disney's plan to take over the world. They want us to all stay inside and just watch Disney Plus all day. And that's why they're coming out with all this Marvel and Star Wars stuff. So I think it's all they've taken over the world. And I'm I'm upset, but I'm OK with it. I was upset <laughs> last year when we weren't getting any of the Disney Plus stuff that we were promised. Like literally yeah. all we had was Mandalorian, Mandalorian. season one. Like that yeah. was Disney Plus for a year. Right. And then they they pushed everything back. They held stuff, even stuff that was pretty much done in production. They were like, no, nah, we're going to sit Widow, on it. Right? Black Widow was supposed yeah. to be out last October or something. Yeah, but I actually mean the like, Disney Plus stuff, like the Marvel shows and stuff. Like, we didn't get any yeah. of that last year. But this year is going to be great. This year, they're, they're, I don't know if you guys saw the Disney Investor Conference where they announced their plans. They're going to have like 100 new shows a year. Uh, like ten it's new shows cool. a month all on Disney Plus, some so, Star Wars. It's very oversaturated. How do you, how do you feel about that? Do you think you know, obviously from their branding perspective, they have a quota to meet, right? Like they know that now is a good time to capitalize on these shows. People are at home. They can see their subscriber list to Disney+. Plus. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they start like a new one just for comic book based shows, right? Because they could just fork up another, you know, 
prize for that. But how do you feel about that? Like, do you think they're oversaturating it? Do you think there's too much right now in the market? Or do you think they're going about it the right and way? Do you, yeah. Do you think that the content is going to be good? Or do you think that we're just so loyal to these brands <laughs> that, that we'll put up we're with whatever just going to take up whatever they give us? I mean, Disney Plus is a pretty good example. Like they, when they first announced Disney Plus, there was like yeah. one good show and about 12 just turds. They were just awful. Turds. That nobody watched, that they canceled. They knew they were no one's going to watch them. You know? Right. But I, I think the con the quality can be good because I don't know if you guys have Apple Plus uh, TV. Everything on Apple TV is gold. I've right? heard if that. You guys, if you guys haven't gotten Apple Plus, get it. It's got it doesn't have a ton of content, but everything they have is top quality you know stuff. It's the best, no, better than anything I on Netflix. Watched something with Jason Momoa called C, and it was bad. I haven't watched the that one yet. Show. I haven't watched that one yet. The Morning Show, it's though, right? Good. Isn't that great with Reese? Morning Show is amazing. Mythic Quest is incredible. They got an M Night Shyamalan series that we're currently in the middle oh. of that is amazing. Chris Evans has that show. Finding Jacob that's amazing. Okay. Really, really good stuff. Shalaman. Yeah, yeah, I love them. Um, also, fun fact, if you guys, Uber, I just noticed this. So Uber has this new thing called like a rewards program. Fucking finally. I wish they'd been doing this the past fucking eight years of my life because I would have probably accumulated 10,000 plus points by now. Oh, yeah, and the small, time, small amount of time since they've had it. Just a fun fact to everybody, not promote or paid for this or any <laughs> ad. But, um, by Uber. <laughs> right, I wish. Hopefully one day. But um, you actually can re like use those points to reward yourself with certain stuff. And one of them, which I'm going to do, because I have 2,000 points, so I'm shocked, because you can get a lot of shit with the 2,000 points. Yeah. But you can get two months of Apple TV for free. If you get uh, 750 yeah. points, which is equivalent probably to like four rides. Yeah. Which if you're using it anyway, you might as well just sign up for the rewards. It's free. And I'm going to do the Apple TV thing. I'm just waiting because I'm very into True Detective. Chuck, have you watched True Detective? I watched the first season and like half of the second season. Yeah, I'm in the I middle of a, I'm in the middle of a second, and it's definitely falling out for me. The first season was incredible. Have you watched it? No. Holy shit! And yeah. if you get a new iPhone, or if you re up for a new uh, model yeah. of iPhone, you can you know, right? say that yeah, like when I year. bought it was either my phone or my laptop. I got a free year of Apple TV, so that's why I started watching it. But Damn. then I fell off. But now that you mentioned it, I gotta like get on that before it runs out. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna watch everything now. <laughs> I guess I guess C sucks, but everything else is good. See, I don't know. Lasso, You're man. a big Jason Momoa fan. Okay. That's insane that you don't I think it's good. Love Jason Momoa, and yeah. that's why I would watch that entire. Season. You would put up with but the tragedy it was just of the show. Very calculated, and if you guys watch it, or if anyone's seen it, like who's watching this right now, um, it just was so formulaic. And there was no surprises, and you could kind of see where everything in the was plot going, was yeah. going. I was like, okay, this is beautiful, and they have good actors. And obviously, I love to see Jason Momoa do anything, but it was just like too predictable for me personally. That's worth, That's it, worth it just for Ted Lasso. All right. There you go. All right. Sure. So so you heard so it here first, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Chuck, Ted they should Lasso. be paying you for this promotion, Chuck. They really Jesus. should. I would love um, to have Apple sponsor me. Right, my God! Just for them, put to it like, into the universe. It's coming. We just my this is actually a manifestation, whatever it is. So when you talk it, this, this is just a, we did the thing. So yeah. it's gonna breathe into the air. This is the house of the witch. So, but um, Chuck, everything's coming. We're we're gonna go into some fan questions now because we did post you guys. We do have an Instagram for Relatable Pod. It is Instagram. Yeah. The uh, it's literally just called Relatable period pod. So if you guys want to follow us on there, we do post everything very, very frequently, multiple times a week. Um, we did post a couple pictures of Chuck 
kind of getting people excited, which yes. people were really, this was one of our most um, active posts on our Instagram, probably ever with comments. We did get over 15 comments for this, but um, we're going to take some, yeah, Chuck, you're popular, man. You're popping. You're popular, I'm man. Popping I mean, I'm not going to lie though, the pictures were More very comments impressive. More followers. We, uh, if you guys do follow us on Instagram, you did see Chuck brought his uh, YouTube channel, Chuck Load of Comics, in sponsorship, uh, collab, not sponsorship, in collab with another great podcast, your friends, the Chumpcast, some great guys on there. Um, that's one of the pictures we posted on our Instagram. You see the crowd around you when you interviewed Spingoli, right? That was a big crowd. I remember I took that picture. I was like, holy shit. From my angle, it was still insane. But um, yeah, we posted one of those pictures. We got uh, one of my favorite memories, personally. So guys, I've been lucky enough to, uh, I'm kind of going to harp how we became friends, Chuck. I just want to give the audience a little bit of info. I don't even know if I've told you this story. So me and Chuck became friends because I used to bartend. I'm a bar. I'm in the industry, you guys. So the way I met Chuck was I used to bartend at this bar in Wrigley. And I wasn't bartending in the beginning, but I always saw Chuck and Shauna there. They're friends. And I was like, okay, what, what, are, these, what are these people about? You know, and then I finally moved up in the ranks, started mm -hmm. bartending. And they were right there on my shift. I'm like, oh, I didn't think these people were going to want to come when I'm bartending. I'm fucking new here. Who wants to come for a new bartender and see this train wreck, right? <laughs> right away, I think the first, in my mind, the first conversation we had, Star Wars movies, the newer saga oh, nice. was coming out because that's how long we've known each other. I think the first one was coming out. And we just yeah. started talking about it. And literally the rest is history. So we just became friends like that. And then, like I said, introduced me to the comic book world, the cons, everything. We just, we would go to all these movie premieres together. We've been so fortunate enough to see um, movies early in advance, like Bohemian Rhapsody, the movie based on Freddie Mercury and Queen. We got to see that when it wasn't even fully edited. We had to That's put like our phones six months in advance. Right, That's like great. there was still, like great because they, you know, the okay. whole crowd. So like the Live Aid where Queen performed um, Freddie Mercury's last show, you know, the huge crowd at Wembley Stadium in England or the UK, wherever. They didn't even have the crowd in there yet. It was yeah. just like grace. It literally looked like a graphic rough design. Mm -hmm. And it was just them on the stage. It was pretty insane. And then we even had to put our phones in an envelope with our name because you couldn't even bring your phones That's in. Cool. And then we got like little things to fill out at the end. But um, yeah, one of my favorite memories, Chuck, because Fortune left enough to come with them to all different comic cons. Like I said, we were going to go to Boston. That was going to be a huge one because that was super yeah. Star Wars focused. Uh, Ian McGregor, which the new Obi Wan yeah. show is going to start filming. I saw that it's going to start filming. We bought you a photo op for Hayden Christensen at that one, and you didn't even get to go. My literal favorite person since I was a little kid, Hayden Christensen, Anakin Skywalker, mm -hmm. Darth Vader. Um, and he's also going to reprise his role as Darth Vader in the Obi Wan yes. Kenobi oh. series. That is confirmed, that. and that so is excited. probably the most wild thing I've heard for the past <laughs> ten years of my life. I've been, I've true, been literally. True. That's why I have asthma. I've been holding in my breath to hear Hayden Christensen's return. Uh, Chuck, my favorite memory of you is when we were at Ace Comic-Con. I posted this picture on my Instagram too. You have this, you know, Chuck had this cool gold, you know, blazer. Here, I'll show the picture for reference, you guys. If you look at that stage, Chuck literally, I remember this, this is how great of a quick talked person Chuck is. He was approached by one of the Ace Con uh, managed stage managers and he's like, hey, I need you on the stage. Uh, it was Tessa Thompson and Brie Larson who were going to do their next talk, which, you know, Captain America. Or That's Captain amazing. Marvel, Captain Marvel. And so we and were- And Valkyrie, right? Yeah, Valkyrie, yeah. yeah. Um, and so they were going to do the next talk, which is huge. You know, Captain yeah. Marvel's amazing. Brie Larson, everybody's super obsessed with them mm -hmm. right now. And this was back almost two years ago now, like in October. And the stage manager came up to Chuck literally in the Like, it was lucky that we were at the booth, right? Because you just would walk around after them, go get a beer, take a break. And he's like, yo, we need somebody to come on the stage. 
and just talk to the audience, do something, right? And I'm just standing there watching this happen. And Chuck's like, okay. And the guy's like, we didn't know what was going to happen. And Chuck's Mm -hmm. like, Kyra, are you coming with? I'm like, okay. (laughs) So we fucking go with the photographer that was with us. Huge. That was a huge day. Like a hundred thousand person. And so Chuck just hops on that stage. I remember I was standing right by him. They hand him the Ace Comic Con mic. They hand me one. And we're like, oh shit. So we ended up doing that picture (laughs) as a Captain Marvel cosplay contest, which was literally the cutest thing. I could literally start crying. There were so many little like they young love girls, girls and they were so yeah and so yeah yeah we so, had nothing to choose from when we were a fucking kid literally swear to god it's some it was it was one of the most like beautiful things i've princess. seen yeah it was that <laughs> and there was very rare limited at that but um yeah so chuck got on the stage held a random literally got told this 30 seconds before he walked on the stage mm-hmm. a cosplay yeah. contest fucking so next it. thing you know they're just like anybody who's dressed as captain marvel come to this stage and i'm like helping them file in have a whole cosplay contest, pick the winner. Then they're like, we thought that was going to be it. We thought it was going to be a quick 10 minutes. Then they go, can you guys still do something? Blah, 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 ad lib. So we have a full on trivia. It was like, every time I looked over to the little, the, the side stage director, they're just like, stretch it out, stretch it out. And I'm like, I just stretched it for 45 minutes with a cosplay contest. And they're like, keep going, keep going. Like Chuck was asked asking these questions that were all pretty random, right? Oh, yeah. I was like, just pulling questions them out of my ass. In his fucking head. <laughs> for like another 30 minutes. And- Literally, so cool. it felt like forever. And so I was running around with the microphone. Like, Do you, you even know, the remember like, anything that you said at that time? No. no I don't exactly. remember any of the questions. <laughs> I just I was just remember hoping people would get the question wrong so Kyra could run to the other side of the auditorium no. and put the mic yeah. in front of somebody else's face because that would kill an extra like, two minutes. The crowd yeah. wasn't like we were going from, I was running from opposite end to opposite end with the photographer following me and like the ace. But yeah, camera if they're the like back. putting their hand up to answer it. Yeah, you have to run and bring so them the they mic. Knew yeah. what they, they knew the answer. So I'm putting so Kyra through the motions. I'm like, yeah, that one way yeah, in the back. Go find that just guy. Go run and be like, hey, what's your name? <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Where are you from? All right. What do you think the answer is? Just killing to time. Yeah, but that was one of my favorite memories, Chuck. I thought that was so cool that you did that, like, so last minute. And personally, I think Ace was just like, hell yeah. Like, let's bring Chuck and Chuck Load of Comics and company to Ace Boston, which was probably going to be their biggest Comic-Con. I think it's safe to say. I mean, I think most of the Avengers were going to be there. I know, like, one of the last people to get announced was um, Captain America himself. Well, people are blown um, away because Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen were going to be there. And Ewan, or Hayden doesn't do yeah. cons, like, at no. all. The fact that yeah. he Very showed up at Star Wars Celebration, but he didn't do, he did some photo ops, but he was, like, he was really low-key <laughs> at Star Wars Celebration. And I don't think Ewan McGregor ever does these kind of things. And so Ace Boston, to get both of those guys plus their cast of Avengers, it was going to be pretty massive. That yeah. does sound actually like a big fucking deal. Dude, and congratulations. Yeah. I'm still mad. Amazing. Well, I <laughs> mean, we almost had it. We were so, like, literally the week. I mean, just. The week off. Yeah. It's it was sad. Like, you're not going. And then it was just like. Yep. I remember texting. But you were that close and you're still doing it and it's going to happen. Absolutely. Mainframe Comic Con, man. Time to have your own. Now you, you know, now yeah. that Kevin fucking Smith, like the god of all comic book nerds. Like, Chuck, are you a massive bucket list? I, Kevin Smith. I, exactly. Yeah. I, Chuck, can you- I went to see the comic book men, like, um, comic book store in New Jersey so um, years ago. Yeah. When I was, uh, when I lived in New York. 
and I've met, um, oh my God, I forget their name. Like Ming Chen and Mike Zabsik. Was Mike there? Mike met, you interviewed him, right? Ming yes. Chen? Yeah, and right? we met Mike at the, at, the, at the stash. Yeah. Yeah, so I met Mike and Ming, and then there's like two more, minus Kevin Smith. Yeah, it was, jeez, uh, I'm uh, drawing a blank on their names. But yeah, I have a picture well. of like me, well, Ming, know. and Mike, and then I was like so excited to be there, and like we were so excited. And then they said, um, they were like, "Oh, you got like I was with my uh, friend, and she was like, they were like, oh, you guys are gonna be so excited because someone else is gonna be here. He's about to walk in, and I swear to God, I I started crying because I thought Kevin Smith was gonna walk through the door. It was, um, oh my God, but it was like another one of the comic book men. Oh, and, okay. But I, I literally was in tears because I thought that Kevin Smith was about to walk through the door yeah. because Mike and Ming had told me that somebody else. Like they a were special like, guest yes, or something. Special, yeah. I mean, like I was so excited to see him because at the time, like I was a really big fan because it came on right after The Walking Dead and I was so into Walking Dead. Yeah. Um, so I was like really excited to see these people oh, yeah. that I watch like every week. But it, I thought it was going to be Kevin Smith. And, like, once I saw who it was, I like, the tears dried up. But I was, like, still really happy. But I was, like, <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I literally – I know that if I ever met Kevin Smith, like, that's probably, like, the biggest celebrity that I could ever meet. Well, one of them. Like, Kevin probably, Smith, top, yeah. I mean, top he's five, definitely – Top five. He's up there. I mean, that yes. man has – he has his own podcast going right now, too, right? Like, oh, God, yeah. Own, he, yeah. He, he, he was one of the inventors of the podcast. Yeah. Right. It's funny. We actually – First time I ever saw Kevin Smith was in the Chicago theater. He was doing a little spoken word thing at the Chicago theater, massive right. audience. The thing was sold out. Second time I saw Kevin Smith was in the loop at a Barnes and Noble bookstore. They just had this little poster, this little like printed Xerox thing in the window saying, Oh, by the way, Kevin Smith, his new book coming out called, it was called tough shit life lessons from a fat man who made good or something like that. Love he it. was doing, he was doing a bus tour and he yeah. popped into this little uh, Barnes and Noble. So me, Shauna, my brother, Andy all skip work. Went to the Barnes and Noble store, waited for like an hour and a half for him to get there because he was running late. Of course. But then he just walks in the door and there's like five people, you know, in the Barnes and Noble. He's just hanging around, you know, just like face to face with you. Talked for like an hour and a half, signed everything (laughs) everybody wanted signed, just hung out with us. And so it was fun. it was absolutely incredible. And then we Did saw him again at a comedy have, shop. Like, conversations with him, like full on conversations, or was it like more of like a? Groovy? I wouldn't be able to do it. <laughs> no, yeah, once Kevin starts fun. talking, he doesn't stop talking. So there wasn't a lot of back and forth. It was Good. just yeah, it was <laughs> it was just him that. talking, really talking, 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 talking. Fielded a few questions from the the group, but it was it was real intimate. It was. Just, face-to-face yeah also shout out to andy chuck's brother has his own youtube ba in the house you guys check it out Indeed. he covered a lot of wwe wrestling bunch of fun stuff hey andy if you're watching we love you <laughs> and i wanted to just throw in there that the guy that walked in was walt flanagan oh yeah okay so i'm sorry and walt. i'm so sorry to anyone i offended <laughs> for not remembering his name but yeah walt walked in and i was like very excited but oh, I yeah. thought it was going to be Kevin Smith, so I cried. That's way cooler than my secret stash story. We <laughs> we were at New York Comic Con, and we did the con, and we had a couple days to kill. And we're like, you know what? It would be really cool. When are we going to be in New York again? So we we got up in the crack of dawn. Yeah. Went to the airport to rent a car. And oh, there's drove. a train right there. It, we, I didn't realize you could take a train to Red Bank. but Yeah, you can. Well, we didn't know that. We were visiting. But so we rented a car. We decided to go on the Kevin Smith, you know, reality tour that we just kind of made as we were going along. And we went to Red Bank. We went to the stash. Mike was there. None of the other guys were there. So we bought some comics. 
hung out with Mike, bought some swag, and they were like, you know what? Yeah. We're not far from the Quick Stop, so which is over in Leonardo, New Jersey. You know where they shot Clerks. Still, it's yeah. still a standing, you know, convenience store, the Quick Stop. Right. So we were like, yeah. screw it, we're here. We're gonna drive another uh, yeah. half hour. Go to the quick stop where they yeah. shot clerks, you know, and and took a bunch of black and white photos and yeah. out front, that and that, that was surreal because walking right. to the quick stop, yes, larger yeah, because they they did but... shoot it in the stores and it still looks the same way, it still feels the exact same way. I'm like, I'm doing the Randall dance as I walk in, you know. <laughs> That's the, like RST, the RST video right next door was still there. It was closed because it's yeah, no more video stores, but they still had a RST video sign on the because that's where they edited that's clerks the was right next door hell yeah so that was the uh, we had our own little kevin smith fantasy tour little, little that kevin smith tour is i'm sure he would appreciate legit. that story did you get to talk to him about that a little bit on the uh, i don't remember i think you, i did i think i did at one point you're just like what happened <laughs> i no. i think i mentioned it to ming i don't think i mentioned it to kevin because like okay. i said you get you get about if you have half an hour with kevin you might get one question in you know, before right. he just goes. He's got a lot to say, man. The guy's seen a lot. He's been through a lot. He's lived through a lot. He's acted through a lot. I mean, yeah. I let him talk. I now him. I'm less afraid to meet him because I was like so. I, I'm I'm scared to meet him because yeah, I, I have didn't want to like too. make a fool yeah. of myself in front of him because I love him so much. Yeah. But now that I know that I could just like stand there and like listen, and he would take. He would just make <laughs> yeah, it not awkward because like, okay, okay. he would just talk and you Thank would be God. sweating alone. Now I'm yeah. like not that afraid. He's the nicest guy. You know, I've I've yet to run into like you said earlier. Never meet your heroes. I never met ran into somebody that I thought, oh, oh crap, you just you just completely it. ruined my opinion of you. That's that's yet to happen. Luckily. You, you know what, Chuck? I have to mention something. So I'm sitting next to. I don't know if you guys know, Ilsa is a huge Harry Potter fan. Hell yeah! So actually, at one of the last Ace Comic Cons, <laughs> we uh we and I have the wand. Um, we interviewed Josh. I think his name's Herdman. Yeah. Josh Herdman. You know who that is? Is that Chuck? Crap, Chuck. <laughs> That's Chuck. Chuck. Is that Chuck? That's no. Goyle. Is that Crap or Goyle? Goyle. It's Goyle. It's Goyle. Yeah, Goyle. So we actually got to interview him at, uh, Chuck was nice enough to let me sit on that because I'm also Harry Potter. You have a tattoo, right? Do you have a tattoo? No, I don't. I don't. Oh, okay. uh, I I'm just comic book themed. Yeah. Um. Anyways, <laughs> I sat on that interview. I just want to bring that up to Ilsa on the show because Ilsa, Ilsa, I think, is a bigger Harry Potter fan than me. Herdman was cool, but he was a hard interview. We really had to like, Ask pull, him pull no, answers right? from that guy. We did. We did get a lot of yes nos. Yeah, he was definitely, and he kind of has like an interesting. Like he kind of dipped away from movies, started doing like MMA and stuff. It was kind of like random. He lost a bunch of weight. He's like very fit now. Interesting. But um, yeah, he did talk about the set. I thought that was super cool. He talked about like Hogwarts and the Great Hall and shit like that, and oh. uh, certain characters. It's a really good interview. You guys can check it out on uh, Chuck's channel and Chuck yeah. Little Comics. But um, I did want to do a couple more fan questions. We'll wrap it up here a little bit. We have been talking for a long time, but it doesn't feel like. What it. did we get through? One fan question? We haven't even like, gotten to a fan yeah. question. We, we'll just we'll zip through them. How about we do like quite like question roundtable? Um, yeah. yeah. So um, the first one I want to bring up because we haven't really gotten to talk about it. You mentioned at the beginning of the episode, Wandavision. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts about this MCU Disney show? I mean, we are just blown the fuck away about it. We've been doing uh, episode recaps every single week on our podcast just because it's such a great thing to talk about and it just builds and you can just do so much with this conversation. But uh, what do you think about WandaVision on Disney Plus? What are your thoughts? Um, I'll try to keep it brief. I mean, I was blown <laughs> away. With right. those, those first two episodes mm -hmm. that we got on the day one of the premiere, I was like, yes, this is what I wanted. Oh, yeah. I wanted this crazy Dick Van Dyke, strange, creepy, weird thing with yeah. subtle hints of of 
sort of Twilight zone You could tell something yeah, was going right. wrong. It feels very much like a Twilight Zone, those yeah. first two episodes. Yeah. And in the third episode, you've got even more of the something is amiss here. Something's right. not quite right. But then mm-hmm. once you get into episode four, where you, you juxtapose what we've seen so far with inside the bubble with what's going on on the outside of the bubble, it's like, okay, yeah. now you've just like ex- exploded my excitement level. Right. Like, Absolutely. Insanely. And I've heard some fans kind of like comment on that. And a lot of people are like, oh, it's building too slowly. And then like someone on Twitter was like, sounds like someone has never read a monthly comic book before. Right. Like, like bitch, so we long. have to wait for a month for I our saw that too. And I totally disagree. I think it's building perfectly. I mean, we got the we got a whole flip and on the fourth episode. I've watched right. many shows that yeah. is boring for seven episodes and then finally I, gets good. Yeah, no, and it's not boring. There's always uh, something like really cool, especially at the end. You're like, what? what it's just what? a cliffhanger. They're really good at the cliffhangers. Yeah. Um, you know, I uh, personally, I'm not a big fan of Vision. I never was to begin with. I, I don't see didn't, why not. I didn't like it's him. I thought he kind of held everybody back towards the end and in Infinity Wars, and uh, things could have gotten he was gonna done. Sacrifice himself. Yeah, but he, he was ready to, to and like so Wanda, Wanda was like, actually no. Held him back. Wanda held him back, him. just like she's kind of spoiler alert, holding yeah. him back in the show. This is now, no, trust me now when I say this, I am a vision believer now. I'm kind of pissed off at myself for not liking him as much because I didn't really know a lot about his character. I never really read about a lot of read about him a lot. Um, but now I'm kind of like, fuck, I wish he was still alive. Like, I'm glad he's alive in her mind because yeah. he's a great guy he keeps her sane he keeps her level-headed even when he's trying to like tell her spoiler it again you know something's not right wanda um i always liked wanda she was lucky my favorite one oh, yeah. Bitch, duh. but um also just kind of watching the show made me like dive in more about learning about her as a character in, in comics and just how powerful she is i didn't know anything about what's to come i don't want to like ruin it for anybody but you know just how powerful she is to take away other powers from people, especially when she gets upset. Yeah, she's Scarlet Witch. But um, which I think is so cool. Um, but yeah, I've I've loved the fucking show. I think it's incredible. I you think- talk about Vision. I thought it was really cool how at the end of this episode, up yeah. until this, it's always been, "Hey, Wanda, something's wrong," and she's like, "Yeah, yeah I know." Hey, Wanda, something's wrong. Yeah, I know. Yeah. What is that? This yeah. episode four, like right after you see Dead Vision at the end, mm-hmm. that little yeah. vision she had, um, when. Wanda, or she says, is you can tell that Vision figures out that she's in control and that she's running yeah. things because he gave you this. He kind of fat flashed this fake smile and was like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, oh, kind uh, of everything's fine, baby." And but you could see in that scene that Vision figured out that Wanda's controlling this whole thing, and so yeah, crazy. And did you notice the the, the little apostrophe that's uh, getting bigger and bigger? It's getting brighter and brighter and brighter in the in the opening credits. Making no. it instead of called WandaVision, it's 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 Wanda's vision, like her possessive, the possessive apostrophe. If you go what? back and watch the first few episodes, there's a little apostrophe that just it's it was totally gone in the first episode, and then it gets a little brighter and a little brighter and a little brighter, leading to the fact that this is all wow, they really Wanda, this is all like Wanda's utopia that she's building. I'm gonna have to go watch each and every episode for the beginning. Thank God Disney owns me and I'm subscribed. Are you subscribed? Everybody subscribe. Let's run through these fucking questions. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Do you do you think Jar Jar Binks is actually a Sith Lord? This came from Megan Eliza XO. Someone I asked you last. I'm sorry. Great question. I think absolutely not. (laughs) I I don't. I I don't think that holds water. Yeah. 
And then same from also Megan Eliza XO. Uh, if you could bring back any Netflix Marvel show, what would you bring back? Oh God, Daredevil without yeah. a doubt. Oh, I mean, yeah. it is the it's it's the Batman of the of the Netflix Marvel series. It's the best I one. I mean, it's with King. It. You got Kingpin. It's the most star-studded mm-hmm. one. It's the most fleshed out. We've rewatched that trilogy like two or three times already, and it's great start to finish. Never the other, the other ones have their, their merits, but I don't think any of them were really nearly as good as Daredevil. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You want to go to the next one? Um, yeah. So these were my questions. <laughs> what is your thought <laughs> on the promoted. Marvel Cinematic Universe Hawkeye? Because I have some thoughts on it, but I want to. I'm excited. About it. Like I am. I'm just I'll just eat it all up. Give me as much. You can give me crap and I just don't have to like it. But I think there's. Just gimme, gimme, gimme. Give me as much as you can. Yeah. Give me Hawkeye. Because they're Hawkeye, Black Widow. These are two characters I could give less of a shit about at the beginning yes. of the MCU. Black Widow. Like, right. Who the hell cares? <laughs> I mean, they don't have any superpowers. They're just good at shooting stuff and shooting bows and arrows. They're just but... trained. They weren't were now, now I'm excited. I'm excited about the Black Widow movie, which I never had been before. Same. And I'm very excited about the Hawkeye. You know, I think okay. it's based on a really great comic book run. And I love uh, what's her name from uh, Bumblebee Lisa who's playing. Seinfeld. She's great. She's great. I like her a lot too. Yeah, I'm I'm yeah. stoked about it. There's Did nothing I'm not stoked them? about on the MCU as far as Disney Plus. Were you ever sure. like a Hawkeye comic book fan though, or like a Black Widow comics fan, or no. not really like in that realm? Okay, nope. so I nope. understand why you don't have a problem with it because I have a major problem with it because <laughs> they are completely different characters, but. You know, whatever. You you were saying though, also the Black Widow comic is really good, right? The right Black now? Widow by it's being written by Kelly Thompson right now. It is really good. Like I it don't made know you cry, right? Like, I think it, that's what you told it me. Did. Last One of the episodes time. made me legitimately cry, which it's is crazy. Very traumatic. Yeah, she really runs Black Widow through the ringer in this one. Man. It's a really good comic book. If you guys want to mm. pick it up, I think it's still going. Okay. Um, I haven't read it in like a month and a half, but it must, a new up or a new issue must have come out. It's good. Kelly Thompson is awesome, especially when she does female oh, run uh, comic books. Oh, I don't yeah. know if you read the issue she did of Captain Phasma. It was a one shot, oh, like shit, five issue that. thing. Basically, it, it, picks up, it picks up right after um, the events of uh, Rise of, not Rise of Skywalker, uh, Force Awakens. Force so Awakens. it's literally her pulling herself out of the trash compactor, and then what does she do next? It's her, it's her getting off the the Star Killer base before it blows up. Yeah, and her just trying to reconnect with the Holy First Order. Shit. It's like it picks up right. How there. do you write from that perspective? Like you have to have some kind of talent. That's anybody. what I'm saying. She's really good. Her Deadpool run just got canceled, and I'm so upset because I thought she wrote Deadpool really well. She's so funny, but I'm glad that she ended it with like him and Elsa Bloodstone kissing. Nice. Because I also yeah. love Elsa Bloodstone. Um, <laughs> Next question. <laughs> um, do you think that the Marvel Cinematic Universe Thor is a himbo, like a male bimbo, or just from another world? I don't know how to even attack that I don't question. Know. What does that question mean? I would maybe I say yes if it weren't for Fat Thor, Dad Thor that we saw. That <laughs> yeah. If he was venturing towards the Mimbo universe, I think he's totally righted the ship. Yeah. If okay. I'm understanding the question right. I'll take that. Interesting. Um, If you could have any, do we ask this? If you could have any superpower, what would it be Ooh, and why? I think it's a good one. Are we talking like to survive a zombie apocalypse or just kind of in general? 
Honestly, whatever um, you feel like. So both. Two-part question. One, if you could survive in a zombie apocalypse or if it was just regular world. That's interesting. I, I've, I think zombie apocalypse, I would probably go with Emma Frost. I'd steal her powers where not only can she have mind control and psychic mm -hmm. abilities, but she can also turn her body into diamond. So you would pretty oh. much be immune and, and resistant to all zombies biting oh, wow. you yeah. and or trying to, you know. You would have control and you have physical badness. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You guys That's more than true. Me. Like, yeah, they couldn't bite you if you were like diamond skin. But could you hear? Do you think that you would be able to hear their thoughts? Probably not because they're dead. So they're right. just they you just hear brains, 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 brains. Yeah. Yeah. What would your over power be? Again. My superpower? For the zombies. Because this is interesting to me now. Oh, I guess. Oh, I don't know. So I was going to say, well, then I would have a healing factor. But what if I was just like a zombie, like walking around, but like normal? I would just say flight. Like what would happen? I can fly away when they're going to attack me. Like, zzz, I'm a fucking bird. You know, That's a really good one, though, to turn into diamonds so they sure. can't bite you. That's like the best thing or some, that you yeah. could have. Um, but my ultimate power, I've always wanted to be Magneto because I get really bad road rage. So I would want to like be able to like <laughs> flip yeah. cars out of my way. Get the <laughs> Not in a nice That's way. Like everyday life. Yeah. yeah. I want to steal an answer from Shauna and say, I would yeah. like the superpower to be able to talk to animals because I want to be able to communicate with my kitties and let them know what's wrong if they're sick. I want to be able to talk to animals and like if they're having a bad day, I want to know about it. Mm -hmm. Chuck, what what animals do you currently have? Since we all have animals, we all love them. What yeah. what do you have right now? I have two cats. What are their names? Ollie and Rocket. Rocket after Rocket Raccoon. Ollie just because it was a cute name. It yes. is a very cute name. Those are great names. I I've, agree. I've met these cats when they were kitten. I think they're bigger now. I met them when they were really they small, are. and they were just. I got to hold one. It was kind of forcefully. Where did you get them? So cute. Uh, Chicago Cat Rescue. They're nice. rescue oh, kittens. Yeah. They're brothers. But I think if you could, it, as a pet owner, I would like yeah. to know. If my cat has the sniffles, I would like to know. Right. Hey, exactly. Do you have the sniffles? Yes, I do. Okay. Yeah. Especially cats, because when they're in pain, they just accept it and deal with it. Yeah. And it's like, it's wouldn't really help in the zombie apocalypse, but, you know, it would help in my day-to-day -day life. Honestly, mm -hmm. I love I love that answer. I love that. That's a perfect answer. I think uh, I think we can wrap up on that answer. Yeah. Huh? We want to leave on a good note for the animals. Um, but yeah, Chuck, thank you so much for being our special guest on our first pod. We are this was so much fun. Animals. This is the yes! most fun I've had all week. I mean, maybe in the future we could do when there's like, you know, a big announcement we all love to talk about. Maybe like a new Star Wars show you can come back on. We can dive into some episode yes, recaps. Yes, please come back on. Uh, we're so excited. Chuck, where can we find you on social media? Where would you want uh, our audience to, you know, keep up with your day-to-day? -day? Head over to YouTube. Uh, YouTube.com slash Chuck Load of Comics, just like it's spelled on the on the screen there. Yeah, but keep an eye out for Mainframe, man. We've got some amazing stuff. We are We are Come and correct in 2021 at Mainframe Comic Con. So go to mainframecomiccon.com. Yes. Lots of cool stuff. We got a big announcement coming on Monday. Monday. So you keep guys. your eyes peeled for that. We got Are a massive you? event with meet and greets, autographs, crazy stuff. Okay, All perfect. Right. We're going to look out for that on Monday. All right, you guys. We'll be posting it on our um, Instagram and uh, every social media outlet. You can find us at Relatable Pod. We'll be posting about Chuck's channel, posting all the links you can connect with him at uh, Chuck. Thank you so much for being here again. We are so, so great. Have such us. a good time. Thank you. Um, we'll catch you next time. All right, Chuck. All right. Thanks. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>
Oh my god, that was All so right. much fun. Oh, we're still, we're still on. Well, I had a good We had so much fun, time. you guys. Just want to give a quick shout out to everybody who commented. Shock again, thank you for being here. Thank you so we much. love you guys so much. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and now Spotify.